Mmm, that's good. Welcome to Digital Coffee, guys. I am back. My computer's back, more importantly. A little bit that later on in the show. And I'm ready to give you the tech news that's going on this week. All right, it looks like Dish Network. Yes, that, the place where you get, you know, your satellite is going to start doing smartphone repairs. That's right. It is going to repair, well, only your iPhone right now. It's not going to do anything else but iPhones and iPhone 5 and above. So if you have 4S, sorry, you're out of luck. At the present moment, it only repairs screens from iPhone 6 and above and then batteries from anything else below. Uh, so if you do not want to wait around, send your phone in and wait several days to get it back. This is this might actually be a good thing for you. Now it's not really that cheap to do it. Uh, screen replacements will run you over a hundred dollars. Uh, iPhone five is uh, all the fives actually is. $134.99 and then the iPhone 6 is $154.99 and the iPhone 6 Plus is $184.99 for the screen. Batteries is $80 bucks, and a screen plus battery is going to be close to $200 except for the iPhone 6 Plus which is over $200. Now there is a $35 uh, fee for appointments as well so you're, you're looking at a pretty expensive uh, way to repair your phone now the thing is, is it's very convenient you can repair your phone without sending it out and that's the major driver of this business model is that hey yes you're gonna pay for it but we'll come to your house and repair it for you so there is you know give and take with all this but like I said before be prepared to pay because you're gonna pay for it you're gonna pay a lot for it ouch all right, there is a new smart plug that tries to act like your IT guy at work. If you have an IT guy at work, uh, what it actually does is that it will turn your Wi-Fi router modem on and off if it doesn't give you the best signal. Now, the thing is, is that if it, does, it keeps on not giving you the best signal, it will keep on turning it off and on. So you could be without Wi-Fi for a very long time until you get the best signal. Now, these are for people that, well, really don't want to do that. It's 60 bucks for the plug, which is really expensive for a smart-ish plug. Uh, now, if you have a modem slash router, you're going to have to have two reset plugs. And they may not actually work in tandem. So, there's that as well. I... I, I don't know about this. I know that it's kind of annoying when you don't have the best Wi-Fi signal and you have to go back, try to get the Wi-Fi signal to work, turn it off, wait a few minutes, turn it back on, see if it actually worked, yada, yada, yada. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Side for reference. Uh, but it's just one of those things that... Mm, it may not be the best for you, and seriously, if you have the biggest problem of turning your uh, router off and on to get it to work, you might have problems. Uh, plus, how does it really know you're getting the best signal as well? Secondly, I would speed test before I would turn it off and on and see if 
your modem's not working or if it's just your connection because that can happen too is your modem could actually malfunction and that's the other thing if it if this smart plug doesn't know that it could just be turning it off and on off and on off and on just to get the right uh fastest connection and not know that it's the modem's actually malfunctioning and then you're still well screwed because it doesn't care it's unfortunate but i would say don't get it just run 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 away from it all right instagram is adding new ad formats yay more ads on instagram because it's owned by facebook and facebook loves to add us to death and he doesn't understand that eventually we'll just block it too because ad blockers are amazing in that regard Businesses may not like it. I may not like it as a person doing podcasts, but there are better ways to actually get a profit than having annoying ads. And a lot of times they're just annoying. Now, uh, carousel ads have been around for a while, but it's only been pictures. Well, now you can, now the new feature is videos. So you can add a 60 second video up to five of them. But to be honest with you, no one's gonna watch five minutes of, of ad video. Uh, I would try to make it a little bit of a story of a couple seconds, maybe 10 seconds each. So if you have, or even five, uh, so if you have five videos, five seconds each would be about 25 seconds. Uh, you can do six seconds if you want to, uh, but try to keep it, I would say under the 30 seconds and make it kind of a story of what you can do or mix and match with pictures and videos too. But I would not do 60 seconds of five videos because that's that's five minutes video and who the heck wants to watch five minutes of advertisement unless you're getting paid for that Ugh. Oh. all right twitter is adding a new connect tab to make it easier to follow people so as you may or may not have known, Twitter's actually having a problem with, well, users. It's not getting enough new users, not converting them over. People say it's confusing to actually use Twitter. Um, and so they've been having a problem. Their stock prices have not been the best either, which is another big problem. And so this is just another way of trying to get people to use it more and people to, you know, connect with each other, talk to each other, all that fun stuff. Well, this is landing on Android and iOS today. So update that app if you want to get this connect thing. And it will, what it will do is tell you who to follow based on suggestions from trending topics to categories to what your friends are following, all those other little markers that tech companies use to find ways of getting you to connect with people. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think this is actually one of their better choices than it has been in the recent past. Uh, so I'm not actually against this. It's just gonna be interesting if this actually works because I feel like a lot of times Twitter is just trying to throw ideas at the wall and see which one sticks and goes, aha, we've struck gold. Look at this, everybody's coming over here. Uh, but it really needs to dub double down, do what it does best, which is basically news and breaking news, live video, uh, short video as well, because uh, of Vine, uh, and that type of thing. And, you know, have a really, the other main problem I see with Twitter, and I try to use Twitter advertisement, is that their advertisement uh, web tools are awful. So they really need to fix that. Just saying, Fix it, Twitter. Fix it.
Uh, but that's that's my thing. I tried to do it a couple times. I only did one ad because I didn't actually use a picture. But when I tried to use pictures, trying to load it on was just really difficult. And I just gave up because after an hour, I'm kind of like, it's time to give up. All right, Google is now going to enable HTTPS for all Blogspot sites. Yes, people actually still use Blogspot. Yes, there's actually quite a bit of people using it too. I know, you're surprised. It's okay. It's not as popular as it used to be because we have Medium, WordPress, uh, I guess Facebook notes, kind of, sort of, Ghost, uh, Tumblr, all those other ones. But Blogspot is still really important to Google and they've turned on the encryption side of your URL address. Now, prior it was just HTTP, which was not encrypted, so anybody can kind of like see what's going on. Now this is encrypted. So for those that are actually hosting it on Blogspot, and it's not a custom domain, can get this as well. So you have to have that .blogspot.com to actually get the encrypted uh, URL address. Now, WordPress has already done this before. If you host on WordPress, now uh, Google's doing it. It was before an option. Now it's just enabled, which is probably a better thing. But it would be interesting to see what actually transpires from this. Uh, just probably better, way better security than what it was before. Because, you know, you, you, you kind of need that. You really do. I'm all in favor for this, even though there has been a little bit of vulnerabilities with HTTPS has been as bad as, well, you could expect from tech because there could be some pretty bad vulnerabilities. All right, Giphy, yes, the ever popular way of hmm, sharing GIFs with everybody has launched a keyboard for iOS called Giphy Keys. Yes, that means you can mix up your words with GIFs and make sure that people know how you feel through very short video. Uh, so it should be interesting to see how this actually works. The keyboard has kind of different categories. You can find different GIFs for what you're thinking about or what you're feeling when you're texting that person because it's a better way of conveying inflection or motion or more visual cues on how the person's feeling than just the words on the screen because it can be misunderstood and there's an argument and then you're just gonna either be broken up not friends or profusely say you're sorry so yeah so if you're an iphone user you can check it out uh, i highly recommend it i mean giphy is a great spot twitter uses giphy for all its animated gifs as well through its site so i'm just waiting for it to be on, on uh you know android when they you know get around to do it, get around, get around, get around. But no, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's a nice keyboard. You should, you should try it out. Definitely. All right. Google has updated its keyboard to allow one handed mode. Yes, that's right. Since Microsoft came out with their own keyboard for iOS with the one handed mode, which is kind of like their one handed mode a little bit better. Uh, Google has been like, oh yeah, and so it has allowed you to do that. Uh, now it's all it's it's completely revamped material design. It also will give you a way to remove suggestions, which is, I think is another great little thing is uh, to because there'll be less of autocorrect fails, which 
always happens when you don't want it to, and then it makes you look, makes you sound stupid, but you're not really that stupid, but then it does, and you have to explain it, and people just laugh at you. It's actually pretty funny, to be honest with you. I'm just saying. Uh, but it's very it's a very nice design for it. It's all very material design. Um, there's light and dark material uh, keyboard. Uh, I still use SwiftKey, but since SwiftKey is now owned by Microsoft, which I'm not really too happy about, uh, this could be interesting. I do like the layout and the design of it. So the Microsoft keyboard is actually not the worst you can get. It's actually a pretty great keyboard. So. If you don't like trying to do custom keyboards, this is actually a really great thing to do, and I would actually check it out, or not even check it out, because if you're on Android, you're already gonna have it. But yeah, check it out. Uh, to get the one-handed mode, you just press down the return button, and it will kind of give you uh, options to do the one-handed mode, which is awesome, because we always need more one-handed modes. Oh, the one-handed modes. Uh, that's the new thing in the keyboards. It was before custom keyboards in different colors. Now it's one-handed mode because everybody types in one-handed mode like crazy. I do it. I do it quite a bit. I actually do it swipey, but that's that's my personal thing about it. All right, Adblocker Plus is going to help you pay publishers that you like. Yes. With Flatter Plus, there is a monthly thing where you can pay whoever, you, whatever publishing you want to pay for. Because let's face it, we all actually use ad blockers. I use an ad blocker. Vast majority of people use ad blockers because we are tired of ads. Ads are everywhere. They get annoying. They're not very good. It feels like they're not really talking to us. And they're just not that funny most of the time. Some of them are actually pretty funny and pretty great, but it's few and far between. Uh, so, with that being said, uh, this is a way for you to say, hey, for a monthly fee, obviously, I wanna pay for this, for this, this site because I really like it, this site and this site. Thing is, is that publishers actually have to sign up for this to actually get, you know, a little bit of piece of the action. Uh, but like I said, if for online publishers trying to find relevancy and you know profitability, this is another way of your revenue stream, and you probably should be looking into it. Besides uh, instant articles and Apple News, this is another one you should be heavily looking into. All right, Intel is saying goodbye to its Atom architecture. Well, Atom chips. Well, you're wondering what the Atom chips were actually involved with. It was involved with tablets and smartphones. So they are not actually doing the next generation of, ta of Atom chips. They're actually discontinuing it and uh, shuttering it or putting a lot of the architecture into the Celeron or the Pentium line instead. Uh, this is to streamline and restructure their company uh, for the future since they already cut 12,000 jobs. Last month, this is just another way of smoothing out. So what they have done is this canceled codename Sophia 3GX, Sophia LTE, and Sophia LTE 2 chips, which are more targeted uh, low-cost smartphone tablets. What they are actually going to be targeting is more of Chromebooks, tablets, laptops, and those types of uh, peripherals or uh, computers. Uh, yeah, they're computers. This is, we're talking about tech, right? Yes, we're talking about tech. Okay. 
Uh, but yeah, it's it's a shame that this happened. But to be honest with you, Intel got into the smartphone game really, really late. And that has actually hurt them the most. Now, they are trying to restructure to actually get into um, Internet of Things. But there's also another problem with Internet of Things. Their security sucks. And so if they can figure out a way to actually, you know, bridge that gap with having speed and security, they actually might have a goldmine on that. But right now, they're just trying to find their way to be still relevant because they're finding that um, people, unlike me, don't really want to build their computers anymore, don't really care what's inside their computer, which is a shame, and all that stuff. But... I hope they find their profitability. I hope they find their restructuring and they don't have to go through this again and again and again and again. All right. Now, I was saying that my computer is back in the beginning of this and I'm going to talk about it. So this weekend, I kind of rearranged my little space, uh, brought my computer up from the floor to, you know, place on top to bring to not have the less dust, clean it out. All of my dad's help as well. Uh, and we installed the graphics card because we were actually was gonna install a graphics card. It was the ASICS, uh, ASICS, not ASICS, ASICS, uh, 970 GTX Strix uh, NVIDIA card. And the funny thing is we installed it and it wouldn't boot to Windows. So we put the my old AMD uh, 7800 back in and booted up fine. So, uh, for some weird reason, the graphics card would not load into Windows. So I went into forums, found that you have to update the BIOS, and so I found that uh, some of the gigabyte uh, old software isn't compatible with Windows 10, because that's what I had. So I downloaded the App Center, tried to you know update the BIOS that way, completely crashed my whole system. So yesterday, Went to uh, Micro Center to buy a Intel SSD 480-535 series, which is a very uh, fast, very really good SSD. Got that installed Windows 8 Pro. Windows was like, "Hey, you can only do this to up to actually uh, upgrade, not to do clean installs." So we found the Windows 7 and. <laughs> Try to install it, but then the USB, my mouse and keyboard's USB would not work on Windows 7 and would not recognize it. So we tried to adapter it, didn't work. Found an old PS2 connection that worked, got Windows 7 set up, didn't even register it or activate it, immediately put it in Windows 8 Pro, activated it that way, everything's fine and worked. Uh, turned off my computer, installed. The new graphics card works fine now. I'm like, why? Why was it that difficult? But it was an ordeal. Uh, moral of the story is, uh, kids, flash your BIOS. Do not update through whatever uh, program the motherboard uh, maker actually gives you because it will do what it did to me and utterly fail you. So, uh, yeah. Flash at first, what you do is you just download the drivers, put on a, I would say, put on a USB, uh, shut it down, boot it up, go to the uh, file menu system for the motherboard, and then flash or Q flash flash it that way. 
That'd be the best and safest spot for you. I was dumb and kind of a little bit lazy because I just wanted to get everything done. That it actually made it a bigger ordeal than what it was. However, hey, I got a new SSD, 480 gig uh, drive with its five-year warranty too, which is really great. Uh, super fast, so Windows 10 boots up fast. Yes, yeah, so I'm back to Windows 10. Everything is relatively back to normal. I lost a whole bunch of things, but I eh, remade a lot of it. So yay for mistakes and figuring out ways of getting around it. And this be a lesson to you people of tech that don't know much about it. Learn learn this stuff. It'll, it'll help you in the long run to learn all this stuff. Because if I didn't know about this stuff, I would probably be spending a lot more money. And it was great that we found a workaround which took meh, more than a day, which really was not looking forward to spending that much time on it. But it's working. Unfortunately, one of the fans is kind of acting weird and having way more noise than it should. But like I said before, everything is back to normal. It's all cleaned out. It's all nice. It's all above. Yay, working. That's what we like. Moral of the story, don't ever trust the program the motherboard developers give you because it will kill your windows. Oh man, I still have games to download, which are doing it right now, but uh, most things that I want are back on and working properly. All right, now I'm gonna transition to bots, apps, and programs you should try out this week. All right. Hipmunk, yes, the ever popular app for traveling, is now has a bot for Slack. So you can hey say, hey, we're going to this place. We need a flight from this airport to this airport on this date and a hotel if you need that. And it will actually give you suggestions for it. Now, if you are a lover of, of Slack like I am, this is actually kind of a really great thing to do. So if you're trying to find a team or just by yourself trying to actually get to a spot, this is one of the best things to actually get. So I would download it, like I said, and always before. I will put this in the show notes so you don't have to go looking for it. Now, if you're wondering what the heck these things are and you don't know what the heck you're looking at, there is a uh, Facebook a bot for you called WTF is that and so you take a picture of it and it says hey we're checking and it will actually give give you what it actually is uh, so it should be interesting to see how well this actually works they said it's free it's fast it tells you it's free fast and intelligent but if you're always wondering what the heck this is what the heck things are that you don't really know about this actually could be a really great bot for you you know it's called WTF is that Question mark. Her? Now, easily.do has made a new, they say, smart mail or new email app. Uh, easily.do is a way for you to remind yourself about tasks, bills, and etc. Uh, very popular. Uh, so now, this is for iOS only. They have a smart mail for you. Uh, it will manage all of your email accounts. So, AOL, I the iCloud email, Yahoo, Gmail, and IMAP as well. So it should be interesting how this actually will work. It will get organized in categories like travel uh, packages, bills and receipts, entertainment. So if you actually want a super smart way of categories and all this stuff, there's that. Or there's Gmail by or inbox by Gmail, which is just as good and always getting better. And it also has smart replies, which I actually like a lot. But yes, uh, they also have custom swipe gestures, so you can, you know, swipe, you can 
go in the settings and customize the swipe. Uh, but yeah, if you love easy, easily dot, uh, do, you'll love easily do mail because it is a way to, you know, prioritize smartly what you need. Yes, what you actually need. Now there is a uh, iOS app and Android is coming soon called Tripster and it allows you to share, discover tra travel plans and experiences to all your followers saying, hey, I'm going to be here. Who's going to be here? And so they say, I'm going to be here. Woo. Uh, it's been talked about by Leo Laporte, the tech guy. And by the way, I love him. My parents well, listen to him. Great. You should check him out just as much as you should support me. Because why not? Uh, you can share recommendations. You can also track all your destinations. Connect with new people abroad or, or at your city or residence from trip it, the Tripster community. Uh, search for users in the city, date combination, see what others are planning to go. So it's kind of like a way of, you know, reaching out and meeting new people while you travel. Yay! Uh, like I said before, it is on the App Store right now, and uh, you can register for the Android beta. It's called Tripster. And as before, I will put the actual Giphy keys or the GIF keyboard in the show notes as well, where you can summon, you know, all those great gifts that you need to, you know, express yourself that words cannot express alone. This is a way of doing it. And like I said before, it is for iOS only. So if you don't have iOS, I'm sorry, you cannot use it. All right. And that is Digital Coffee for today. Thank you for tuning in. Also, tune in tomorrow for Marketing Blend, where I go through all the marketing news and give you tips and tricks that you need to know about. Also check out for Thursday where I give my impressions uh, for gaming, Gamers Cafe I should say, where I give my impressions of Overwatch and a little bit of overview on everything about uh, Battleborn that came out uh, yesterday, actually today. Yeah, it came out today. Uh, so yes, that is the show. You should. Uh, follow Digital Coffee at Twitter, Digital CO77EE, Facebook, Digital Coffee, Google Plus, Digital Coffee Podcast, Instagram, a Digital Coffee Podcast, and YouTube, a Digital Coffee Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Deister. And if you like these podcasts, please consider supporting me on Patreon at Digital Coffee. All right, guys, have a good day and see you tomorrow. Bye bye.